Welcome to episode 12 of The Evil Truth. Today's topic, how we are screwing up our kids. Are you tired of listening to people sugarcoat self-help? Well, you've come to the right place. This is The Evil Truth with Marie Siriano. Oh, hello, people. Welcome to the evil truth. It is I, Marie, and I want to know how all of you are. And I want you to raise your hand like I can see it. If you realize just how hard it is to be a parent. And I'm sure everybody's hand went up. I had a little, there was a little incident this week and it really made me think about parenting and really what that should look like and really how many people are, I don't want to say parenting wrong. It's not like it's parenting wrong. It's just... I think we're forgetting who our kids are and what our kids are here for. And I'll tell you what I mean by that as we get into it today. But the incident that occurred with my daughter enforced a lot of things that, you know, I've been trying to do since the time she was born. And yet mommy guilt or fear, whatever the case may be, has really um, altered at times how I parent. I mean, I, I always had a really, um, I think, healthy perception of what that meant and was very adamant from the beginning of time um, when she was born how I was going to approach being a mother in today's world. And I think a lot, you know, when we think about becoming a parent or we become a parent, um, I'm not sure how many people really think about what that means before it happens or as it's happening. They just kind of wing it. And me, the planner that I am, you know, I always had this idea of what and how I wanted to raise her. And yet, as any human being, I would fall off the wagon. And <clears throat> so I started looking at, you know, parenting as a whole and, and, trying not to be very judgmental about other people. I mean, you know, you observe when your kids are little and you're going through elementary school and whatnot and the dreaded parent stuff that you have to do because I don't know about any other moms out there, but I absolutely hated all that shit. Like, I hate the sports things. I hate sitting there. I hate talking to other moms. Like, I don't want to participate. Like, I, I'm just not that person. That's just not me. And some people would say, God, you're just an awful mother. 
for that. But I mean, I'm quite sure there's a lot of mothers out there that feel the way I do. I'm not the only one that hates all that stuff. I don't want to sit there and watch a dance recital. I don't want to sit there and watch a play for two hours um, and lose my mind. I just, it's just not who I am. And I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> As I know, there are people that feel the same way about that. Um, but, you know, when you're, when you're raising these kids and they're little, you're just trying to get through the, you know, every stage of life that your child goes through and not maybe really thinking about what foundations that you're setting in those moments. There's a lot of terms that float around out there. And then, you know, like recently, if you have seen on the news, which I'm sure you have, that these celebrities or these high profile people that have paid all this money for their kids to go to certain colleges, um, there's a lot of interference on the part of parents today and maybe, maybe for all time, but it just seems so apparent now. Maybe it's because I'm a parent that I notice it, but even before I was a parent, I would hear it from my friends who were parents already because I, I was a late bloomer in that department. Um, I'm going to be a really old mother as we move forward, but regardless a lot of parents, and I'm not sure why it's so much more today than it seemed to be like when we were kids, like when I was a child back in the old ages, and maybe it was because my mom was home, circumstances were different, economy was different, just the reality of that we could go outside and play without, you know, total fear of being snatched away. I mean, you were gone all day and you played with your friends all day and our kids today, you know, they, they, they can't be out of your sight, but it seems to me that so many parents, because we all work, because we have to have a lot of guilt. And then that trans, you know, sends into us as quote unquote, helicopter moms or parents, helicopter parents. And so, and so what does that actually mean, a helicopter parent? And those are parents that hover, hover constantly over their kids. And I really think that what I was just saying about, you know, not being able to just let your kids go play outside has created that. Because it's, there's fear. There's always a fear like that you're, something's going to happen, right? There's always a fear that something's going to happen. And then that carries over into when our children start to have challenges in the world of how we really want to fix everything for them. I mean... I hear this, I used to hear this and it used to make me cringe. I used to just be like, what are you talking about? We have to do three hours of homework every night. Who's this we? <laughs> what? Who's we? Your child has to do their homework. You're not doing homework. Why are you doing homework? Well, if I don't sit and do their homework with them, they won't do it. Oh, okay. 
what are you teaching your kid if you have to sit there to do their homework with them? Who's are you going to sit with them at their desk in their office when they're in a, a you know when they're out in the job world and uh, make sure that they re- finish those reports that they're supposed to do? That's ridiculous. Their boss is not going to do that. Why on earth do people think that they have to participate in every single thing their child is doing to make sure they do it? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then that translates, you know, as they move forward in their life, that somebody is always going to be there to do things, to fix the thing that they've done or haven't done or don't want to do, or there's someone's going to do it for them. People talk about millennials all the time. These kids today, these kids today, what they don't realize, they're creating these kids today. By and large. There's a a huge movement, if you're a woo-woo kind of person, in today's world that we're moving towards a more conscious state of being, right? You, You hear that a lot if you pay attention to any of that stuff, and I do. And, oh, the dog, sorry. Let's try that again. So this consciousness that's evolving Our kids today, you know, they have a different sense of the world than we do. People say they think that they deserve everything, that everything should be given to them. And that was created by the parents, I hate to tell you. It's not something these kids were just, this generation was just born that way. Like, like each generation has a thing and that's when they, when they come out of the womb, that's the mindset that's, that's there. This is the mindset. This is the behavior. These are the things that we as parents create. A a baby is a blank canvas. (laughs) Sure, there's personality and sure, there's like, you know, innate things. But the structure, the or lack thereof (laughs) from a lot of parenting that I've heard in my day, um, as far as like what your kids eat. And when they eat and when they go to bed and how you do things, all those little things we do creates the generation. And I think that for the generation that's here now, it is my generation that is screwing that up because we are the fixers. We grew up a certain way and I'll be damned if my kid's going to have to deal with that. Right? I want to give my kid everything that I didn't have. And so we're doing it. It's the parents. And parenting is hard. I am not saying that. It is still the same level of, of hard because you're, doing exactly that. You are raising a little person to go on into the world and you're scared to death that you're going to screw something up. Well, guess what? You are. 
you're going to screw shit up. That's, that's human. That's how it is. But giving your kid absolutely everything and they have zero effort and input is what's causing so many problems today. So how should we parent? How should we allow the evolution of our children into the best that they can be? And I thought a lot about this because, you know, as I planned my parenthood out, as I plan everything out and I've, I've gone off the path quite a few times and my number one goal from the time my child was small because I despised a lot of the things, you know, like the homework stuff, you know, was that I created responsibility in her for herself. And I, and I'm not in any way saying that what I'm about to tell you is the way to do it, but this is my approach on creating someone that's not going to be an asshole. Cause you know, you hear people talk about millenniums and they're just a bunch of little assholes. That's the way people talk about them. They don't say those words. Maybe that's my words. Cause I'm going to tell it to you straight. We are creating a generation of assholes. Okay. So this was my take on how to stop that from happening. After hearing years and years and years of people talk about how kids today this and how kids today that they take they're not taking any responsibility for how those kids are. And it is our responsibility to present a world to our children that they can flourish in. And we're kind of, you know, we're like in front of them clearing a path. It's almost like you're rolling out that red carpet as they walk. You're making sure everything's nice all the way down the line. And things aren't going to be nice in this life, people. We know this, right? We struggle. We, you know, we work super hard to put that food on the table, to put that roof over their head, to buy them every freaking thing they want. We're not making anything easy on these children. I mean, we're making everything easy on these children. I'm sorry. We're making everything easy for these children. We're not making anything hard for them to figure out. We're not allowing them the opportunity to think for themselves is my point. They have access to instant information 24 hours a day. They don't know the answer to a question on their homework. They can Google that and find the answer. What did you have to do? <laughs> okay. Either had to remember it, find it in the book, Go to the library, look it up in an encyclopedia. We had to make, take steps. We had to make efforts. We had to do things to get things. They don't have that. They don't have that. We're giving it all to them. And what we're giving them is a false sense of the world and what it really means to be out there. Because one day when you're not there to do that, their boss isn't going to hold their hand, Right? People say these kids today think that they just deserve everything. And that's because we did that. 
I think the most important lesson as a parent is how to get through the hard stuff. And, you know, I, I talked about homework earlier and how these parents sit and do homework with their kids. I made that her responsibility from day one. I told her I have to work when I come home and I'm talking kindergarten. We had this conversation, people. I don't have time to go through your backpack, check off all the little things, make sure you did everything you were supposed to do. Make sure you have your money for this field trip or that you need this pink shirt for Friday. I don't have time for that. You are going to have to tell me when I get home anything that I need to know. School is your job. Mommy has a job. Daddy has a job. School is yours. We all have a part to play. So you have to tell me, it's your responsibility to tell me these things. Now, there have been many occasions that my child has screwed up, not done something, forgot to tell me about something, and guess what? She missed out on those things. She got a bad grade on that. She had to sit out for that event or whatever it was. She had to learn those lessons. And there were several occasions over the years where she would call me just in an anxiety-ridden freaking mess. And I'm at work, working on clients, and she is flipping out at home because she has to get this done, this done, this done, this done. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And then I have to do this. And then I'm supposed to read this. And I, you know, like, how am I going to get it in? Can you call my teacher and talk to my teacher? What was my answer? No. You go talk to your teacher about that. How can I do that? Why can't you just call them? You know what? I'm at work right now. I hear everything that you're saying. So you think about it. Think about the time frame that you have, what you have to get done. See what you can come up with. When I get home tonight, we'll talk about it. If it, and, you know, and if you need me to help you figure it out, you know, we'll talk about that. But um, I can't talk about this right now. I'm at work. Click. Boundaries. Got to set those boundaries. Now, right or wrong, when I got home that night and I asked, okay, so let's talk about this plan here. Oh, no, I figured it all out. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And this isn't actually due till then, so I have time to finish that later. Okay. Literally called me hysterical with this big list of stuff that she had to get done and how she was never going to finish it, never going to do it. I can't do this. I can't do that. By the time I got home, she had it all figured out. My answer? Back? Oh, that's great. I'm glad you figured it out. That's fantastic. Very proud of you. Walked away. I forced that child to figure her own shit out. <laughs> and I see the results of that today. I'm not saying she's not a typical kid. I'm not saying she's not a typical teenager because she is making me crazy. 
But the more that I imposed her life, her responsibility, her job to figure out what to do next. I mean, I don't offer a piece of advice unless she says, tell me what you think. I don't just blurt it out. I listen and I make her do it. And I hold her accountable for the things that she says. And when she doesn't do the things that she says she's going to do, there has to be a consequence. Right? I mean, that's simple, basic one-on-one parenting. You do it with a dog. Why not do it with your kid? You can't fix everything that happens. They have to learn how to do it. Isn't that right? These parents paying for their kids to get into college. Why do you think that's happening, people? What do you think that's about? What do you think that the challenges and the way these kids are today, what what do you think that comes from? Because I have a theory. And my theory is, and I, you know, and you, and you've heard it throughout history and throughout you watch movies of any kind or old TV shows, any of that. Here's what I think it is. I think that we have our own thoughts about what we should have done, things we should have accomplished. And then we superimpose those ideas onto our children without allowing our children to figure out who they are themselves and what they want out of this life themselves. It is their life. It is not ours. We just gave it to them. We give it to them and we need to let them run with it. We need to let them figure it out. College may or may not be for everybody. What college they go to should not be our choice. What they want to study what they want to do with their life, who they want to marry, where they want to live. We do everything we can to put those pieces, puzzle pieces down in front of them in the spot. You're going to go to this college, you know. I mean, how many times do you hear people talk like that? My kid's going to do this. My kid's going to do that. Is that what your kid really wants? It is our own fear and anxiety about what we didn't get done or what we think is the way to do it. And we keep doing that to our kids. And then wonder why our kids are not happy with their lives. Well, they didn't choose that life. Or we made them think this is the way they should choose their life. I think the greatest gift that we can give our children is the confidence in themselves to find their own sense of purpose in this world and what is meaningful to them and allow them to screw up, fix it themselves, overcome it, overcome it, overcome it and move on to the next thing. Give them the responsibility of their lives. Now, when you're raising a toddler and you have, you know, you're teaching them manners and you're teaching them things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as they move into the world as children, 
to preteen, to teenager, to adult, that we have to give the power of the directions that they take to them. And we have to trust that the core values that we are instilling in them as we raise them from little people will be there as their own voice in their head as to what's right for them. It's their lives are not about us and we're making everything about us. Everything. We have to just allow them to be. And this whole talk today came because I realized in this last year and as my child has gone into teenagerville, full throttle, and observing things that were happening with her flooded into my memory, my life as a teenager and the things that I did, didn't do things that I faced and all of my fears and anxiety of the things that I went through, I saw with her, whether it was happening or not, I was, you know, imagining this and it altered my style of parenting because I was like fiercely thinking that I have to stop. Like, I do not want her to deal with that. I do not want her to go through that. I do not want her to have to make a decision about that. I don't want her to have, you know, anyone approaching her and put her, you know, she's out there. She's out there with her friends walking around and, and going to friends' houses and, you know, I'm just imagining the worst, right? Because that's what we do. And it came from my own fear and anxiety about things that I went through at that age. And a situation happened just the other day. And my child called. And all she said to me was, can you come pick us up? There's an issue. There's an issue. That's what she said. My answer, not a million questions, not screaming and yelling and oh my God, what's happening? I said, calmly, I'll be right there. I had to rein myself back. I had to rein myself in. And when she told me the situation, which it was just, you know, somebody talking to her and then people were interfering and then there, there was a little escalation on the on the, the part of the other people. Um, and that's a very general summary of what, what took place. My child knew to call and say, can you come pick us up? And not, she knew how to handle it is what I'm trying to say. She knew what to do in that moment without putting herself into any kind of danger. And I, at that moment, realized that the things that I'm trying to teach her about taking responsibility, recognizing there's an issue, how to correct a problem, how to get through, how to get past something, are working. 
She did it, people. She did it on her own. I didn't have to jump in there and go beat some dude's ass. I just picked her up, brought her home, let her talk to me about it. She talked it out. She told me what happened. I did make one suggestion, which was to stay in an area where there's a bunch of people, not to walk away from that and put yourself in isolation and be safe. And I bet you she'll remember that the next time. But I didn't get crazy about it. I didn't become emotional. I didn't freak out the thought that this happened was happening. I mean, I did kind of internally, but you can't project that. I had to encourage that what she did was correct, that she made the right choice, that she chose, you know, she did good. She thought it out. She was calm. She was cool. She was collected. She knew what to do. I have to have faith in my child that she will have those moments and she will choose one way or the other and that she will have the, the, you know, the know-it-all to do it, to do the right thing in that moment. And it was a perfect example of everything I was trying to protect her from. Something happened and she handled it. So I have to have faith in my child as we move forward in this world that whatever she tells me that she wants to do, what her path is. I mean, because I lived that. My parents did not approve of me becoming a hairstylist. They had hopes and dreams that I was going to college and being some CEO, CFO, whatever, some huge company. And, you know, you're the smart, you're, you're smart. Like, what are you doing this for? But this is, this is who I am. This is what I am. I, it had nothing to do with what they thought I should do because that, and that expectation was put on me because that's what they didn't get to do. They didn't get to go to college and do those things. So you need to because you're better than that you're going to be better than that what's better than that I have two wonderful parents if I'm one centimeter of what they are I'm accomplished so these lessons that I'm learning along the way and that my daughter is learning along the way create our own lives and the meaning behind it and what our purpose is and what our passions are and who we are individually as people and not it's not about what I think she should do because I didn't get to do that I didn't go to college but that was a choice of mine so why would I impose that on my child <laughs> it's not that I didn't get to go I chose not to now, I fully believe that my kid will choose to go to college. But it's not because I'm telling her she has to. I've expressed the uh, importance of education in the world and not even in the fact that you need to choose a career that way. But, you know, expanding your education will help you down the line. But I'm not making that requirement of her life if that's not what she wants to do. I actually kind of told her that she should look into vocational school. And she pretty much said, yeah, that's not happening. There you go. She's not going to follow in my footsteps. And I'm not going to cry river over that. I hope that you will think about some of the things I talked about today. I bet you'll recognize some of the things that we do as parents to our kids and how 
we are creating the little assholes of today. And we need to really focus on ways to allow our kids to live a life and make a choice and screw up and learn how to fix it and learn how to earn things and whatever the lessons are that life brings. Happy parenting, people. I hope you have a great day. Until the next time. I'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Evil Truth. To sign up for an exclusive look at our next podcast, please visit us at glampirate.com backslash podcast to sign up. You can also see us on social media at Facebook or Instagram at The Evil Truth.